listening to Inside Jerks. The audio quality is not the best, but rest assured that all issues will be resolved before episode two. You can contact us on Twitter at Inside Jerks Pod, where we will be posting links to videos and music we discussed during the episode. Enjoy the show. Hey, it's me, Taylor DeBose, and with uh, right, right in front of me, in front of the uh, Skype uh, box, we have James Gans. Yes, I am also here. What's happening, man? What, uh, are, we doing? what are we doing here? Let's tell some people what what we're even trying to do here. I guess. Um, this is uh, we're going to be uh, talking about some uh, music and uh, art and uh, other weird shit we find on the internet. Um, yeah, don't really want to do like a roundup or like a current kind of, uh, you know, what's going on type podcast, sure. but more like finding finding the weirdest possible stuff. Oh, we can find yeah. some pretty weird stuff, I'll tell you that much. Absolutely. Some of it'll be funny, some of it'll be gross, some of it'll be sad. You know, everything. <laughs> Perfect. Let me, uh, let me wet my whistle here. Oh, oh no. My... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I didn't just spill a bunch of Topo Chico all over, all over my keyboard or anything. I didn't do that. So, uh, you know, what's happening? What, what's, what's, what's new? What's been going on? Uh, well, I was just going to go to our first topic. What are you drinking? Well, if I, I have I mean, to. Well, I mean, you just said it. But, other uh, than, other yeah. than, well, I'm, I'm not really drinking it so much as I'm just making a fucking gigantic mess. And I'm hopefully, hopefully my... Uh, my keyboard, my mech, my mech keyboard will stand up to it, but I got so did we just uh, did we just figure out that you are the Weiger of this podcast? Hey man, I got a mechanical keyboard for free, and I designed a bunch of keycaps to make it look like some sort of Star Wars or Evangelion thing, uh, and it costs like twenty bucks. So nah, I'm not I'm not pro. I just know what I'm doing. I'm just pretty cool. Yeah, I um, I think I'm much more robotic than you are anyway. Yeah, that's probably true. But I can also be very strange as well. Uh, what are you drinking? Oh, um, I've got a cup of instant coffee here. I also have this uh, lovely sour uh, beer I'm about to crack open. Now, so, with the instant coffee, is that let's let's say you know an, a Maxwell instant, or is that more of a uh, other instant? What is this? A Folgers instant? Uh, maybe one of those newfangled uh, single origin freeze dried. Uh, things what are you what are you what is it whole foods brand hmm. 365 organic every day that's how i try and live my life because i'm super every organic value i'm gonna crack open this beer it's a uh, rose city sour from cascade brewing they are not endorsing us i'm just drinking it 
But if anybody out there uh, <laughs> wants to give us free anything, hey. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, unlike the Doughboys, we can be bought. <coughs> and oh baby, am I cheap. I'm gonna, aside from drinking, I've got my Duke Cannon Cannon Balm, my offensively large lip balm. Uh, Duke Cannon? Oh Get yeah. <laughs> I mean, what other cannon do I have? Uh, I'll tell you this much. I've got a peepee that's kind of like a cannon. It's real big and <laughs> makes a loud noise. Mine's more like a PPK, if you... Ah. Derringer no, uh, lies the problem. Uh, small firearm. Uh, concealable. Hey now, that's that's how I like it. What's what? Beer's good. Last night I watched uh, Triple Frontier. Just came out on Netflix, but uh, you know the thing with Oscar Isaac and Ben Affleck and Charlie Hunnam and Garrett Hedlund and uh, Pedro Pascal, and they're a bunch of ex-military dudes, and they're trying to do this heist, and it goes awry, and it is actually kind of pretty fucking entertaining. I was going to say, do you recommend? I, I'll i recommend it on the case of just like, just understand that this movie might be goofy at times just because it feels like kind of a lower budget. But, you know, it starts out like Call of Duty, the live action movie. Then it kind of turns into some version of like Mosquito Coast or Sorcerer or Fitzcarraldo in a way that is just so unnerving and fucked up. Uh, pretty, pretty entertaining flick, I, I will say. It's worth a shot. Hey, it's free, basically, right? Everybody's using everybody else's passwords on Netflix. Yeah, well, I just uh, found out that I have Hulu for free Spotify, so... Booyah! I gotta start doing a deep dive. But, yeah, we all we all know I'm just gonna be watching uh, Party Down pretty much, like, every day. Yeah, well, you can watch, uh, I think, Frasier's on there. Oh, I'm more of a Cheers guy. But, uh, hey, yeah, cheers to that. Wa- my roommate's been watching a lot of Frasier. It's, it's pretty funny because I hear, like, hey, baby, I hear the blues are <laughs> calling, like, <laughs> several times a day. It's, like, it does uh, make me smile. How do you keep your boners down? I don't. Hey, that's the kind of stuff that we bring. No, let them fly. Let them breathe. <laughs> hey, let my fly come undone and uh, breathe. Yeah. X, Y, Z. And by examine, I mean make sure it's open. X, X, M, Z. Examine my zipper. Please. Make sure that it's faulty. <laughs> what, are you, uh, what are you smoking on right now? Uh, some heavy hitters straw nana cartridge. Tastes kind of like strawberries. Tastes kind of like bananas. But let me just say, I'm, I just want to do one more point as i was walking around today there was a kid on a on a scooter who almost ran me over but this kid was coming at me with all this open space and he decided to stay on my line so i'm like okay well i'm just gonna stay here too see what happens and as he's going by i noticed that he has holes in his jeans but he doesn't have a normal holes in his jeans with a, a knee area or, or or possibly like pockets opening up or something but he's got this this foot long chunk taken out of his crotch area inner thigh 
and that's just gone. And there's a giant hole that he's got this just like swatch of his skin and hair and just like kind of little pouch in briefs kind of like hanging out. And I didn't know what kind of statement was to be made there, but uh, it, it was something to notice for sure. And uh, yeah, I, I just got to say, speaking of examining zippers, but what were you we just going to say? I don't know. This is the issue here. <sighs> James, I've turned into a bit of a stoner recently and to where even just regular conversation, even while I'm sober, I just miss what's going on. And then I, I start talking too much and then I just realize, what was I talking about? Please, my apologies. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you uh, blew some chunky clouds before we started recording. Hey, man, that's all I do. I blow chunks of clouds. That uh, that cumulonimbus. Hey, guess what? Hammerhead shark. Uh... <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you look at those cumulonimbus uh, clouds, and they kind of look like they might be uh, made out of hammerhead shark heads, huh? They got the the interesting shape. Yeah, they call that the uh, anvil. Hey, Acme. Ah, <sighs> today's been an interesting day. It, it's it's been kind of fucking fine, but uh, you know, just working all day and doing stuff and whatever, and uh, you know, what have what have you been up to, James? What was the last thing? What was the last thing that brought you either a bit of joy or something to make you go, "Oh wow, that's the world is neat." Um, I went on a bike ride today. That was pretty cool. Hey, I, uh, yeah, rode my bike to downtown Portland. Dropped a resume off. Um, so that was cool. One of the the few online postings that said, you know apply here or come in and drop one off and i was like "Ooh, i'm doing that and did you drop one off face to this uh paper Ooh, i dropped one off a resume um and then i uh, said hi i'm james and then the person said their name and uh then i got back on my bike and rode on home that's very cool that is very cool yeah it was nice, though. Um, yeah, I haven't been doing a whole lot lately. Um, I did go, well, I did go to uh, uh, Nils Fram last night. That was yeah. pretty rad. Um, lots of synthesizers on stage. It was pretty crazy. He was, like, just kind of, like, freeform, like, just, like, running all over the stage. Um, it's pretty great. But it was, like, very, like, uh, contemplative. It's not like I was, like sitting there like woo yeah like mm. it was like a very uh you know very thought-provoking like a uh you know like watching a paul thomas anderson movie hey very very enjoyable but uh also you're just like very immersed <laughs> very enjoyable can't necessarily recommend it to other people but you're gonna have a fun time oh i would recommend it it was cool um it was a seated show because i guess he has a Dang. Someone's licking rubber out there. Oh, you hear that? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. welcome to San Jose. Yeah, um... That's with the window closed, by the way. Damn. Um, but no, it was pretty rad. It was kind of an older crowd, so it was a seated show. Mm. But then he, like, started playing this, like, 
real heavy like um like house beats over his uh synthesizer playing and i was like why is this a seated show um but it was mostly like uh it's kind of orchestral overall but it like it just had some like real fat bass drum going on some parts sure it was like definitely you know dance inducing hey i I I love to dance and deuce so yeah i wouldn't (laughs) like if it was like a a floor show i wouldn't necessarily like want to like you know take a bunch of hallucinogens for that oh no too many quiet quiet parts you know you know I'll tell you this much. I had some really magical experiences last year, which they, they were about a week or two apart, maybe, from one another. Um, the first show was watching Punch Brothers, um, and they've got, if you don't know, they've got their uh, banjo and guitar and upright bass and mandolin. The mandolin is done by Chris Thiele, who's now the guy who like is in charge of Prairie Home Companion or whatever. These guys are so classically trained and so well done that as they're playing on stage, my friend looks at his phone for the time, and his Google... His pixel is, is showing whatever music is playing around. And these guys are so tight that they could recognize the actual concert as an actual track from one of their albums. Insane stuff. And at the end of the show, me being very, very high and just feeling like this sense of, of wonder and like catharsis and hearing all these lyrics and stuff like that that they have going on. Um, at, for the last encore song they cut off all the electricity basically to to their microphones and stuff and they did it all acoustically aka up on stage and everybody in the whole theater just shut the fuck up and it was like time traveling for a second just being like oh okay so now this you have to strain just the slightest to make sure that you hear everything that they're doing but to have a whole auditorium just shut the fuck up and just be part of this music that was really really neat that was one experience, and the second experience, and especially talking about going on hallucinogens or whatever, I got really high at this too, but this was uh, Avitaire and Panda Bear from Animal Collective, and they were doing a solo acoustic set, including looping pedals and stuff like that, and it turned into just this, you know, when you have that many people who like that band all in one room, it's like this strange primal, you feel the beat throughout everything, and it was just... I never thought I would hear like a group of people singing along to We Tigers uh, and screaming out loud for no fucking reason. It was amazing. Oh, that's rad. And I was very hot, uh, so it was very nice. Yeah, I've seen them many times, and they have never played We Tigers, despite everybody screaming at them to play it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, unless I'm mistaken, We Tigers is on Suntongs, yeah? I want to say it's on that album. Yes, it is. Okay. Because if I was, so the 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 point of their show was that they had. Uh, uh, it was the full. The it full was full song yeah, tones, yeah. and it was just, it was ridiculous. And they had these giant, draped, tapestries that were hand sewn, and they have these mirror images of each other. It was just crazy stuff, and uh, uh, definitely a, a fantastic concert to be very high to. And that's uh, Taylor's high corner for you. Uh, that's, uh, that's just when I just go off into a rant about nothing. So there you are. Uh, a little bit of high. I mean, I could do a little bit of high <laughs> corner. Um, the other day, I was, I mean, I was probably like four beers in. So like, you know, um, I got a pretty good tolerance, but I was definitely like a little bit uh, on the tipsy side. Um, just hanging out with my roommates. And then my roommate comes in with this like, you know, 
like thumb of a joint. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll hit that. And I took three hits and about thumb is in fat around. Um. Uh, well, I mean, fat around. It was probably like my pinky. I got thick okay. pinkies. What a fat joint. It was longer than my pinky, though. Okay. So. I mean, volume-wise, it, w- it was about my thumb. Cause that's sure. about my same pinky length, but it was longer than my pinky. So. It's a lot of weed. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> um. So I took three hits off of this joint, and it took about, I don't know, maybe two or three minutes, and. Like, I started getting super anxious, and I was like, what happens if I just, like, let this go and not, like, try to stay grounded? Yeah. And I just, like, told my roommates, like, hey, guys, I'll be back in a bit. Like, just kind of sat cross-legged on the floor and just started, like, ascending through the ceiling. It was crazy. And then I was, like, confronted by this... uh, it was like a blue and gray orb, like kind of swirled that was like cross-sectioned vertically. And it was just like telepathically speaking to me, um, but just kind of floating there. But I was like, it was in front of me, but also like very close and big, but also far and sure. smaller. And I was inside of it at the same time. It was like very, it was like three different... Uh, I was like operating in three different dimensions at the same time. Jesus and Christ. And then uh and then uh Cherry Colored Funk by uh Cocktail Twins ended and then I came back. <laughs> oh my. It was I don't remember the last time I felt something like that, but that's that's intense, yeah. man. It was pretty great. I'll tell you this much, I, I'm definitely more comfortable and I I feel like me being more com- comfortable with weed has made me just understand my own tolerance more and more which is like you know I used to be kind of weirded out to do it uh you know when I'm on the go or when I'm walking around or something because that that sense of like everybody knows that I'm high but then once you realize that it doesn't fucking matter because there's there are a lot worse things to be on the street than high it's like it's this weird freeing sensation where it's like oh I can just enjoy you know what started off as a bad day and just turn it into something else you know pretty fun pretty fun stuff being able to just do that and uh not trip out anymore yeah i mean maybe it's the kind of thing where it's like when i get super stoned it's like my uh my brain saying like you should be doing yoga right now and (laughs) i just need to like you know just do that like do something for my like own like you know mental stability and then you know because it's like just making all this anxiety that's already there manifest to, um, you know, to make me aware of it so I can, like, loosen up and then, like, you know, my back won't hurt anymore, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Well, there have been plenty of times that I've I've sort of woken up or, or realized what I was doing after I was doing something already where it was like, oh, why am I in this position? And it's like, oh, I'm kind of, like, stretching without even thinking about it. This is interesting. Just my It feels like my brain is just kind of, like, taking over and just making things happen. Um but along with that, that, that reminds me of the, uh, the story of the lobster. Yep. Did I ever tell you about this thing? The big thing is this. It's basically like, you know, the lobster is a creature that has a really protective shell, for lack of a better word, around its body. And uh, this thing doesn't actually grow with it. So as the lobster starts growing as it starts getting a little bit bigger underneath its shell 
it gets a little bit tighter and it feels this sort of you know stress this 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 tightness around their body and so they realize that that's when they have to shed their skin uh, but they can't just do it at any time or willy-nilly they have to find a spot and get safe underneath a rock to where they peel off the skin revealing what's just this really soft fleshy in no way protected soft body of, of flesh that is this lobster and it has to grow its shell back and grow a new one on top of it basically so that it can it can keep growing underneath that shell and be protected and everything but the idea is that you know only through that stress or only through you know in its mind who knows if it understands what it's actually doing but there's some sort of pressure around it and it knows that it needs to go away from everything for a while tuck out and just like relax let things go you know, and then learn how to grow that shell back. And it's all this process that, I, you know, it's it's super interesting to, to think about that and apply that to life in general, which is just like, you know, we can't be happy all the time. you got to feel those stressors in order to understand what the other side feels like and, you know, to go through change. Or if we're really high and, and our body is telling us, hey, let's just start doing yoga for whatever reason, you know, this these, these the brain is a, is a very interesting strange emotional soft fleshy muscle of a thing and it's it's just you know human lobster uh chihuahua we're all kind of uh just a fleshy mass that just needs to learn how, what's going on with our bodies and with uh external sources you know or forces around yeah no like you were talking about that and i knew exactly where you were going within like you know 10 seconds of you starting that and uh how the the shell represents stress and like yeah that that totally makes sense and you know maybe uh you know spending the, the right amount of time you know inside the heel you know do something like yoga or something like that rather than just like you know feeling kind of hopeless and just like you know staying inside um mm-hmm. No, Which is absolutely a un- difference, like doing work. Yeah. Well, it's it's so hard to understand when you're when you're this deep into something, or or if you're you know if you're having a bad day and that's turning into some other sort of thing, and the stressors just lead into you know another sort of depression. Maybe it's really difficult to understand and to take a step back and look at everything and be like, okay, what's actually happening? How am I actually feeling? What is my body trying to tell me? Stuff like that. But with more practice, I feel like it becomes just better and better. Just, you know, taking a step back and just taking a breath and being like, okay, what am I feeling or what am I thinking right now? Just every little tiny thing. Let's mute all the stuff that's unnecessary at this moment in time and just see what's going on. Uh, you know, hopefully we all come to learn some way of doing this some way or another. And, uh, you know, it, it takes time. It takes patience i'm still fucking learning every single day how to deal with whatever uh you know problem i've got here and there and uh you know this is this is part of life my man growing and learning and all that stuff evolution socially emotionally i feel like a lot of us has been through a ton of shit recently this past year and a half or so um and I feel like things are starting to come to a head where it's like this year is finally going to work in some way or another, if not multiple ways. Um, and I'm feeling better about myself and I feel a lot of people are finally starting to understand things about themselves. And that's pretty much what all this is about anyway. And it's, it's, it's feeling pretty good 
whatever energy is going around and stuff, and this is me going on some hippie rant, but it's like, whatever is actually going on, and wherever, how, how people have been feeling these days, it, it's, it seems like it's fairly beneficial, I don't know. Yeah, everybody's uh, everybody's doing things. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not into the whole astrology thing, but like, yeah, apparently uh, it's Mercury retrograde again because I only know that because uh, people are mentioning that they're having a shitty day and blaming it on it <laughs> online. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, my classic thing is, like, whenever, like, the, by the time I hear the third person mention it, I just uh, tweet in all caps, I am Mercury Retrograde. (laughs) (laughs) Usually gets a laugh or two. I wish, you know, I, sounds like a pretty good movie, actually. Mercury in Retrograde. Some sort of Johnny Mnemonic, but end of the world sort of sci-fi something happening all i can think about is uh mercury rising with bruce willis mercury uh, rising where an autistic child shows bruce willis what it is to be a man and how to how to hack the internet i don't really remember mercury rising uh, where you see an autistic child learn to hack the internet by using a word puzzle yeah it was like puzzles and uh they put they put like the nuclear launch codes in puzzles because they thought it would be funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't really, uh, not really sure. Um, it's a pretty weak premise. The one thing that I remember all the time, more than anything else, for whatever reason, is that this kid would have um, his little booklet of cards to help him understand who's helping him during the day. Right, the bus driver, the you know, the teacher, different friends and stuff like that. Had all all their names written down with their faces. It was fantastic, and. Uh, <laughs> He goes to the, he goes on the bus, and the bus driver's name is Mr. Pasquale, but he's Pasquale, and he gets very, you know, he makes sure that you know how to pronounce this guy's name, and I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool, but that's what I always remember. Whenever I think of Mercury Rising, I think of just in my head, pops up, Pasquale, and I go, okay, and uh, that's, that's how my brain works. There you go. I should, uh, I should get that book so I can remember people's names. You should. James. And like, and, like, something about them, so I could be like, oh, like, how's that thing going? <laughs> oh, that would like... be really bad to do that. So I have lists in my in my phone, right? I have just lists of art projects yeah. that I need to finish and, and, you know, business plans and whatnot. Oh, no. I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> oh, it well, fell if... through. <laughs> what? Oh, no. like, oh, it fell through. No, I didn't get the job. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so if so, to to write down names of people and and talking points and stuff like that. Oh, how is your mom? I remember she had some troubles. She's, oh, she's dead. gone. Yeah. Ah. Well, how's your uh-huh. brother? We haven't spoken in like five months, have we? Everything's gone to shit. It's like uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, I definitely did that. Uh, definitely did that a couple times um, with with people, but like, I mean, at the end of the day, asking them is better than like not asking them. Even if like you know someone did pass or something like that, like they prefer that you're like, oh wow, like you were, you know, you were thinking of it and everything. You know, I think it's better to 
better to mention it than to like you know ignore that wasn't the last conversation mm. that you had with them yeah absolutely okay hey i'll take it i just need to learn to talk to how to talk to people in general i feel or relearn because i've just realized how to actually work with uh, my anxiety and whatever because i've realized recently that when i was a kid i wasn't just shy all the time i was socially anxious like to a to an insane degree oh yeah um, me too but, you know, it only took me, what, 31 years to realize that, uh, to look back and just be like, oh, no, 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 I was just socially, like, I couldn't, I couldn't handle crowds and I would have the, these little panic attacks, but I never knew what they were called and I never knew what was happening. And looking back and understanding, oh, I had this social anxiety. So now, understanding that I've got this social anxiety and how I can deal with it, it's been, uh, it's been an interesting ride to, to relearn how to interact with people here and there, just to try and, you know better myself or better the others and stuff like that. It's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I had a, I was in a long-term relationship for a very long time that like, you know, there's always someone who's like, Hey, how you doing? Like all the time. And Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, we can go to social things together and I could just, um, you know, wouldn't have, I had this like, uh, you know, this barrier that I didn't really have to like, um, I didn't really have to do anything, and then, uh, yeah, being single for, like, two and a half years now, I'm like, oh, wow, like, I have to, you know, I have to work to, um, you know, <laughs> you know, be interested in people, and, like, you know, it's that, I uh, can't remember who said it, but it's like, you know, you can... Um, and get a lot more people interested in you if you're interested in them, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, just, you know, start caring about other people. You know, I just kind of, like, rode easy for so long that, like, oh, wow, this is what, you know, making friends is again. Like, I haven't done this since, you know, outside of, like, work or school, so. Absolutely. No, the, yeah. this, the realization of just, because uh, me also coming out of a, a in my eyes at least a fairly important relationship uh if not the most important one that i've had in my entire life which is the truth um but you know it's it'll be about a year in may or june i guess since we had broken up um and unfortunately it's been very very tough for me just socializing with people because i just i don't i didn't want to be with anybody else you know and it was a sense of just like i really wouldn't mind if like everybody would go away except me and this person like it was it was pretty fucked up and so it took me a long time to understand um, you know, to look back and, and see how I was actually handling situations in terms of communication and stuff on, on the relationship side of things and, and re- recognizing now how far I had dipped and how um, unresponsive without even knowing it I was and, and just, you know, kind of a mess. And so there, there's no blame or anything in understanding that, yeah, this, this needed to be done because I could only imagine how much I was dragging them down. But to come out of it the, this other side and be like, oh my God, that's... I should, okay, these are the things to work on. Now I understand how I work as a person. And, you know, I'm finally, finally comfortable with myself. I've gained all my weight back that I lost. I lost like 40 pounds or whatever. And I, I gained that back. And so now I'm feeling like healthy again. And I'm feeling comfortable and, and good in my own skin. And I'm a thick boy and I'm digging it. And it's just like, you know, it's really difficult to try and to, to, to rewire your brain in so many different ways, right? Like, Especially with just how how to approach, you know, somebody who you want to like 
hang out with or something. Somebody who uh, you have an interest in versus... Let me let me not only just rewire my brain and get rid of this past thing as much as I can because it's painful, but to rewire it to make make myself open to other situations and new possibilities that I don't, still don't even really want to be a part of necessarily. But does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah. Once again, yeah. Trailing oh, off. I'm I'm very uh, on the same page with you, and it like goes for like you know all relationships. You know, I was more I was more talking about like you know making you know, in general, like making friends with people. Oh yeah. Well, that too. Um, I mean, cause I haven't really been, uh, you know, seeking out, um, I don't know how anyone to. romantically. I've just been, you know, trying to talk to, you know, everybody the same way and just get to know, mm. you know, every new person the same and have them get to know me and, you know, just like, yeah. And also just trying to be the same person all the time and not like, you know, putting up certain barriers for yeah. this thing, like, you know, just like, you know, adding a few filters, like, you know, in a work situation, I'm not gonna, like, necessarily say, like, jokes that are so horny, but, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, everybody I work with is uh, as disgusting as I am, so that ended up not being an issue uh, once sure. I started working there for a while, but, uh, um, you know, not having, like, you know, I mean, especially with like uh, with family, I just started like not giving a shit and just like, oh, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to be I'm going to be as weird as I always am. And that's just like how I am. And like mm-hmm. you guys, you guys are stuck with me. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> but like not in a way that's like disrespectful to anybody. Oh, for but, sure. uh, yeah, just um. I don't know. I'd like to. It'd be very nice for. Uh, you know, I guess the ultimate goal in all of that is like, for people to say the same things behind your back as they would say to your face. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, that's a great place to be in. No, I I definitely have uh, have been trying at least to to be as open emotionally or or or, toward, or to tell people how I'm feeling much more often than I used to. And that's only good just because it's like, okay, I'm not lying to somebody about me feeling bad about, you know, if I feel bad about something, I don't want them to be upset, so I'm not going to tell them. And then that's some sort of secret for no reason, you know, that I have to hold on to and make sure that they don't find out about it or something. I have this, this, or I had this issue of like, you know, I want to make sure that the person who I'm with, especially if it's, if it's friends or if it's, if it's my partner, it's like, I want to make sure that they're comfortable and I will sacrifice everything on my end for that as much as I can try to. And, and with that, I, I realized that I, I would just shut down my own emotions in a shitty way. And, uh, you know, I wasn't being true to myself by not being true to other people. And once you figure this whole thing out where it's like, well, I'm, if I'm open to myself about who I am as a person and I've, I've dug deep and I've seen all the bad shit and now I can accept it and keep going you know, I gotta, I gotta do the same thing or let other people know of the same, just everybody on the same page. So, because I can't explain myself very well, very well sometimes. And, you know, uh, just for them to understand where I'm coming from, to, to understand my actions and comments and quotes to be, um, you know, not as obtuse and strange, maybe hopefully if they understand where I'm really coming from, 
So a lot more people now know that I have anxiety and stuff, and that I'm not using it as a crutch in any sort of way, but just like, you know, it makes more sense if I if I don't feel comfortable in a situation or something. Yeah, well, it's also I feel like, um, like yeah, I mean, just in the past few years, I think everybody's feeling, you know, more open, and there's like much better understanding of, um, yeah, um, you know things that like everybody has a little bit of something going on and if Mm -hmm. like you know if you don't that's like way more uncommon and that's the (laughs) like you know well then um, then you're on this razor's edge right where where it's like okay well how sensitive is too sensitive and and you know it gets really interesting these days where where the tables have turned so much where it's like you know the outcasts before were the ones who had maybe a mental instability and now if you don't have uh some sort of issue then that means that you're no longer normal and it feels like roles have been reversed yeah i mean i i mean i would call i mean shouldn't like compare myself to you know to anybody else i can only speak for myself but like i consider my anxiety to be anxiety to be like pretty mild yeah um and i have like you know I've had, like, a handful of panic attacks in my life, but I've got it, like, pretty well under control, but I definitely don't feel like I need to, like, um, yeah, I guess that's, like, my, my version of well-adjusted is I've never felt like I needed to, like, you know, see a doctor for it, you know, I spoke to a doctor once, and he's just, like, I mean, it seems, he's, He's just like, you seem fine to me. Here's a Xanax prescription if you get a panic attack. But, like, I don't think you need to be taking everything, you know, something every day yeah. or anything like that. Just like, if it happens, here you go. Like, you got a, you know, a safety net. Yeah. Which, yeah, I don't, um, you know, this is just my own, you know, everybody's different. Everybody has different issues. But I, you know, I would much rather, like, work on things on my own than be on, like, a you know, like a regimented, um, you know, magic medication every day. Absolutely. But, you know, Some sort of program. Yeah. Every, like everybody's, everybody's different in that way. And that's just like, you know, I, I've never ran into a situation that I couldn't handle. So I guess that's, you know, if I did, then I'd feel differently about it. But, you know, if that's something that someone else needs, I'm not going to like, you know, push some sort of belief that I have on it. It's not really yeah. a belief. It's just like, yeah. I, I I would feel I would feel weirder if I was if I was taking something every day, and that would like make me more anxious than the like mild anxiety that I have. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I I, I realize now that my biggest issues are not necessarily the depression, other than you know it got really really bad. It got to a point where the depression was taking over, but it's it's my bipolar sort of thing where it swings back and forth. And it's uh, it's fairly manageable, you know. I've been, I feel like, and I and I say this a million times over and over and over again, but I feel like uh, the kind of people who actually are more genuine and down to earth are the kind of people who've had shit happen to them, right? Um, whether it be through an emotional thing or a physical thing, it's like there's something about that life experience, even as terrible as it can be, it just grounds that person understand the world a little bit more. Um, and I'm not even talking about extreme situations or, 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 you know, caustic situations as much as like, Hey, I, I, I have headaches all the time. So like when I 
have a headache, I can deal with it more so than another person could or whatever. Um, but to, to finally figure out how, uh, well, to finally figure out where the fuck I was going with this whole thing. <laughs> well, I can, uh, I can continue from there Keep as going. a lifelong headache sufferer. Um, that is when I do run into like, you know, those weird situations that would be like the situation where like, you know, maybe I should talk to a doctor because when I get, mm. you know, a really bad migraine, I'm like, yeah, I could, I could die right now. That would be yeah. all right. It's yeah. just like, it gets that, it gets so painful that I either have to like, um, just like huddle around a toilet throwing up or just force myself to go to bed with like, um, surrounded by ice packs around my head. Yeah. Um, but then when I come out of it, it's like, you know, being born again. It's, it's an insane feeling to be in so much pain and then to not be in, Mm -hmm. in, in that pain anymore. Um, but you know, thanks to, uh, the occasional microdose of mushrooms i haven't had a debilitating migraine in like well over a year now so jesus christ all right so when i come visit i need a microdose then because uh yeah it's been a long time for for shrooms with me and and uh i'm ready let's do that again yeah i mean i mean i'm talking like how how often you know, yeah uh, um it's like I mean, I went a few months without doing it, and then, like, I got a headache, and I was like, oh, shit, like, gotta, f- gotta find some drugs now. Um, but I do, like, 0.15 grams, like, once a month. Hmm. I've done it as much as once a week, but I, like, I, um, you know, bumped it out to two weeks, didn't really see a difference, bumped it out to a month, still didn't notice a difference, so I think, hmm. like, yeah, a month to six weeks is probably probably good and it's like you get a little bit zoned out for about 10 minutes and that's it you just kind of like feel a little bit elevated and like you know better conversationally sure and like that's sounds... much more open to talking and you don't uh like i like last time i did it was about a month ago i went to my i get together for my friend's birthday and like you know, we were just kind of sitting around. I didn't really feel, uh, well, I mean, I had forgotten I took uh-huh. it. <laughs> so that kind of helped. And I was like, so I was like a little hungover. And then I was like, man, why do my knees feel so weak? This is weird. And then, uh, like her friend sat down next to me and then he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, so what's your thing? Like, you know? talk about something and then i was like what's your favorite bug and we just like went around the table naming our favorite bugs <laughs> the first person i asked took a butterfly so like that's kind of a that's the best one i mean what do you choose after that um so i, I mean i originally went with ranchos um because hey spiders mantis. are spiders are bugs yeah mantis was my yeah, what I ultimately decided on. Like to look behind my head. Um, but then, yeah, my friend was like, we were um, we going to go to this uh, this uh, show at a bar. And she's like, 
I want to get wild. And it's like, it's your fucking birthday. You should get wild. But she's like, I want to get wild. And then all of a sudden, I just like had this like rush of cold over me. I was like, I got wild. (laughs) I was like, I just remembered I microdosed on mushrooms. She's like, that's what I'm talking about. She's like, man, I want to get to a point in my life when I can forget I took mushrooms. That sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Careful what you wish for, lady. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I knew I don't like doing um, like mushroom chocolates or anything like that. I want the like, you know, straight up stuff so I know exactly what i'm getting but i don't usually like you know i don't have a scale up here so i don't really like measure it out i usually Mm -hmm. just eat like a stem or two um i feel like the really it's just yeah it's just enough to you know get loose it's like you know drinking two beers you know it's the same thing as that hey but now you're speaking my language but way better (laughs) way better than two beers no that's fantastic because i i feel like it might be the lack of um psychedelic stimulation that i i feel like i'm a little bit like like i feel like it's about time to go back you know what i mean like i feel a little bit lost here and there and certain things aren't totally clicking and i and i feel like a refresher might be uh not a terrible idea and of course, there are going to be people who are thinking, like, why do the fucking mushrooms in LSD alone? Or, like, why even do it? It's like, well, you haven't done it, so calm down, boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and a uh, microdose of mushrooms is uh, less horny than two beers, oddly enough. Interesting. It's it's pretty great. Like, you can just. How much on horny factor does beer have? What was that? How much on horny factor does beer have? I mean, beer is pretty horny. I mean, it's a little less horny than red wine, but, you know, definitely more horny than white wine. It's like... Uh, Not more horny than white wine, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you get into liquor, like, gin is pretty horny. Whiskey is very horny. Interesting. Okay. I think yeah, my cider, horny... Cider might be as... I mean, depending on the cider, some of those ciders can be pretty horny. It depends. If you get the really dry ones that aren't, like, sugary, like, those can be real horny. Real horny. you don't even realize that you're, like, like, oh, wow, this is 7% alcohol. No, that's great. I, I, I feel my horny is the marijuana. Marijuana is pretty cool. Oh. For horny. Oh, man. I can't. That's... Maybe it's too horny for me. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Hey, well, you know, I did, I did see something from uh, Roman. Roman, ED isn't to stuff to not talk about anymore. Uh, I saw an ad on Instagram talking about these little towelettes, these moist towelettes to combat uh, pre-ejaculation. And so you rub this little, you have this little they just like wipe. Are they just covered in cocaine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just liquid cocaine. Yeah. It's it's this yeah, it's this high I can I can only imagine. Uh but hey, you can order it whenever you want, man. You talk to a doctor online and then you get your stuff. So there you go. Yeah, there's uh um... So you do the weed and then you do the wipe. Weed and wipe and <laughs> you know, everything turns out nice. Weed and wipe and whip it out. Um yeah, I don't like believe in anything like weed. 
You know, Whip. especially wipe. Uh, especially uh, premature ejaculation is definitely just like being too in your own head. So like, if these wipes produce the proper placebo effect, then like you know, go for it. <laughs> but you know, if you're still like nervous about going to the bone zone, it's still gonna happen. <laughs> well, hey, no, I, I, I'll, I'll definitely say this much. Uh, I don't know what I was gonna say again. Forget it. I mean, I was just gonna say like have a partner <laughs> that you can. Have a partner that you can communicate openly with. And oh, like, well, that's you know, that's the other thing. Generally, like, it doesn't fucking matter. So, you know, general rule of thumb, if someone, you know, you're going to get down with someone, like, they're usually pretty understanding about, um, you know, how, uh, how uh, the bone-in works, regardless of how it works. All I'll say is this, with a pre-ejaculation... Yeah, that should be fine because if you're gonna jizz that quickly, then you could probably jizz again pretty quickly right after that. So yeah, like, just keep yeah, going exactly. at it or something. Also, if it tires you out completely, <laughs> like of exhaustion after two minutes and an ejaculation, and it just makes you topple over. Uh, you might want to go get checked out uh, for something. Uh, but you know, as long as everything's working and as long as it's communicative and as long as people don't have these strange restrictions or these, uh, you know just worries you know during sex it's it, it should be okay i've had issues recently just because i'm like i don't want to i don't really care to have sex with this person at all yeah. uh, i'm trying to like get over shit still and it's like no it still is just uh, i don't know it's very strange sometimes yeah well i was just gonna say like if someone's gonna get on your case or like make you feel ashamed for that that's not don't, the right person don't yeah. fuck them <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like I finally, I'm finally an adult when I can get to this point where if something isn't working, I just go, all right, well, I'm not going to fucking stress about it because it'll work in time. Give me, give me like an hour or something. I'm sure things are going to be fine, but uh, don't, yeah, me, or... don't make me feel bad about it because I'm not worried about anything. I hope you're not embarrassed by it because I'm not. Yeah, or like, um, yeah, it's like, try again another night. Who fucking cares? Like cuddling is great <laughs> i am i am this uh yeah i want everybody to know this podcast is pro cuddling i don't i don't know why we even have to mention this but there's a lot of people out there that would say something contrary but like, we are definitely pro cuddle here not only are we pro cuddle but i'm a pro cuddler ooh, so ooh, very good very good thank you post cuddle is also good post yeah, post cuddle. Post cuddle. Oh, absolutely. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? That's a th- if somebody if somebody is just pre, done. Pre cuddle is great too. Cuddle's great. I mean, all over. Yeah. All, I'm gonna say all this again. Cuddle. Pro cuddle. All. Yeah. Uh, all cuddle is important. <laughs> especially post cuddle. I feel like if somebody just wants to, you know, peace out, and and just immediately take a shower or something, it's just like well. Well, you know, we just had all this energy like come come together, and now you're just gonna like, you know, strike me from this? No, thank you. Yeah, do let's, they let's have ease a, our way into life again? Does that company have a wipe to? Um, do they have an oxytocin wipe that you can like, you know, wipe down to so you can get in a cuddle mood? <laughs> no, but I think they do have wipes to help with the uh, the Cialis red face. <laughs> <laughs> 
That shit still makes me really upset. Like, there's nothing that turns me off more. You know, there, there, there are a couple top things. One of them is, is uh, you know, the number one is, like, if the woman doesn't seem into it in the slightest in a scene, it's like, I'm done with this already. We're done. Next would be, like, you know, weird-ass dicks, just, like, gross dicks, where it's like, well, that makes me feel a lot better about myself, so that's cool, but it's just a bummer to see gross dicks, because dicks are gross enough. And then, uh, you know, there's Cialis Redface, and uh, the other thing would be just, just terrible acting on both parts, I guess. I don't know. I, um, Those are my turnoffs I there. almost exclusively uh, go for the amateur stuff, so... I've never I just really the, encountered Cialis Redface. I, I, yeah, I want I want these people. I I would much rather see somebody who um, some partners who have been you know intimate before, so they actually know what each other are doing and know what they're doing to each other more than these you know it's kind of sad strangers. You know, it's I need realism in my my pornography. I need I need some sense of love in my pornography i think it's kind of fucked up and it's it's uh that's my kink love is my kink so this is our new segment up my sleeves up my sleeves up my sleeves uh sleeves on twitter you can find him at at it's me sleeves um and uh he has a topic for us to discuss and uh i know what the topic is you have Uh, not heard it all right but the topic is uh what if butts had nipples on them so they were more like boobs? Okay, so there are plenty of questions here. Is it that... Ask away. I will, I will be okay. the... Um, I mean, we can do an open discussion, but... Um, here, I'll, I'll, give you, you I'll give you some, some, some I, uh, examples I of... I am the... Yeah, you can uh, consider me like the, the god of butt boobs right okay. now. Like, I, I will answer anything you need to know. Now I'm going to guess that there are plenty of different types of butt boobs, but here's here, here are the two main butt boobs that I'm thinking about, Absolutely. which is, does your butt in its entirety with both cheeks, does that become now a bosom and each cheek representing a breast? And on those cheeks, there is, you know, two cheeks and dot, dot, just off there. Or is it your the entirety of your butt that is made into one boob, and uh, so you excrete uh, your your excrement comes out uh, like a like a like a Play-Doh machine thing, but out of this giant engorged sort of nipple, almost like breast milk, but instead just pure filth. Um, I'm gonna say the first one. <laughs> okay, it's <laughs> gonna be <laughs> each cheek is one boob. You do not um, you do not poop out of an okay. engorged nipple. No. Okay. Um, and this is, uh, you know, these are boobs for everybody. Like everybody gets, everybody gets butt nipples. Okay. Um, and then, so, so what would be the benefit of this? I mean, you could, I mean, you could play with a boob while you're playing with your butt and your dick all at the same time. The, the boob is your oyster. Um, I mean, it, it has some advantages like it, um, I mean, I think it completely makes, uh, like, uh, I don't know. You just have, like... There's now an open market for boob bras, or butt bras, rather. <laughs> butt, butt bras? Butt bras. Um, it does almost make uh, gender obsolete, because, like, everybody loves boobs. It kind of makes faces obsolete, too. 
Well, um, if you're telling me if that we I lived can... in a much more, if we were living in a primal society, it could make language obsolete as well. <laughs> um, I know there's more to uh, more to life than uh, than butts and nipples, but like, you know, I think a lot of people, um, you know, could live a very happy life in this boot butt world. Now, with let's say, is it is it both? Um... Is it a gender-specific boob, or do do, do um, uh, you know male boob male guys have? Oh, wow, male guys, do males have butts that are like male breasts? More everybody so? has everybody or is it a, has or is it a lottery? Butt, butt boobs. All I mean, not no no two butt boobs are created equal, but of course, S- um, you know, like they're not. Um, you know, they're all different, but they're all unique and all great. Uh, but there is they're not all great. A, uh, yeah, they are all great. Okay. I mean, everybody already knows that all boobs are great. I'm not, you know, I'm not blowing minds here. That might be another. That might be another issue in in the in the whole porn things that turned me off, which is, uh, you know, I just a dude, a boobed dude. Uh, you know, who 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 just doesn't look like anybody really wants this guy there, but he's a part of the scene for some reason. Uh, things like that, those kind of boobs, I'm not really I'm not really super into. But what if they were on his butt? Be a little bit better. No, I saw I saw something recently, and, the, and this guy was was standing on the bed, and with his feet, you know, you could see his bare feet on the bed, and his legs were very skinny, and his top was very big. And it was just this strangely proportioned dude. And I'm like, well, how did I get here? And as he's climaxing, he is screaming. Like, I've never... I, I had to, you know, from the, from the mini clipping through, like, just, ch- you know, looking at this video or whatever, I didn't expect to have one, one, one spot where you click on it and you just have this guy standing on the edge of this bed convulsing, going, oh, oh, like, this was the the craziest, most uncomfortable thing that I've heard and witnessed on the internet in a very long time um so let me just throw that out there again that uh you know strangely bodied boob dudes get out of the business <laughs> no i don't know you could fuck whoever you want to fuck what are you who am, who am i to say i don't fucking care if somebody's getting paid cool That's i mean it. that might be the i mean that might be the ideal body for some people like, it could be that could be exactly what they're looking for. And hey, I'm not going to shit on that person who likes that kind of stuff. Because hey, why would I? That's a waste of energy. Yeah, and that guy's probably just trying to make a living. I mean, he might make a ton of money. He's probably making more than either of us. I bet he is. I I, I can only imagine. It's a, an upsetting world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still wish like I could sell my dirty socks online I yeah me would, too uh, <coughs> yeah that that would actually be another thing if if this ticks off enough we got our patreon we'll, we'll sell our dirty socks yeah our... or pictures of our feet i'm cool with that i had a mani petty recently for the first time in my life it was brilliant i gotta say you getting the toes worked on you getting the the fingers worked on you're sitting there drinking some hot tea while some nice warm paraffin wax is around your your feet, and you're just chillaxing with some nice K 
Kenny G smooth new age style jazz water trickling sounds. Sounds fucking it's amazing. Brilliant, man. I um and your fingies recently, look good. Recently a friend of mine uh painted my fingernails this kind of like dark bronze color. Mm-hmm. Um and it was uh gradually flaked off and everything, but it's been like over 2 weeks now and I have not bit my fingernails. It's like almost entirely flaked off now. Uh, but I don't bite my fingernails anymore, which is pretty amazing. Hey, let's congratulate that, each pretty other. Pretty much my entire life. Like, yeah, I think the next step would be going in to, uh, you know, get a manicure because my still got some fucked up cuticles yeah. from years of biting. But um, oh, you'll, yeah, you'll come out looking like, like I have a something clean king. Yeah, I got something uh, presentable for the uh, you know that nail artist. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And yes, I would get polished if I went. Yeah, get. Can't even question it. I I wanted to uh, actually get one like coke nail for no reason, just a long, yeah. you know, something with a little charm long on ass, it. Long ass pinky with a little rhinestone. Yeah, hell yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like a dangly thing, like something where it's like a like a a loop at the oh, end of it. Yeah. You know, little. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, and then I just want to. Oh wow. Something's happening now. This is odd. Ladies and gentlemen, my uh, and everyone in between, my my uh, keyboard is going nuts, and so it's highlighting all these different things on my desktop and stuff right now. So I'm just gonna let it ride out. <laughs> anyway, um, but but onto the the boot butt thing. Um, hey, I say why not make it happen, sleeves. Yeah, use, use I mean, your wish yeah, wisely. I mean, maybe that's what this segment should be. Like, he presents a question, and then we just say, yes, please do it. Get it done. I mean, I will say, um, if something comes across that I do not agree with, I will speak my mind. I will not hold yeah, back. And, but in this and, uh, situation, if I could just, judge, uh, I boobs. Yeah, I think we can, uh, we can conclude uh, up my sleeves at this point, but I do just want to plug, uh, sleeves has up... Uh, you buy uh, long sleeve crew neck shirts on a uh, Teespring. Um, this is uh, sleeves is a uh, cum T-shirt, and it is a long sleeve sh- T-shirt that just says. I was just uh, about to ask. I better have long sleeves if it's a shirt from sleeves. Yes, yes, it is. Um, yeah, those are available on Teespring, um, so you can check those out. Um, his tagline is uh, "Cover your chest with cum," which is fantastic. <laughs> Um, I mean, I've not seen this yet. This sounds delicious. But yeah, we'll um, we will talk again with our friend Sleeves uh, next week. I do want to get him on the uh, the podcast. He's got a lot of interesting shit. So I think uh, yeah, when we do want to bring guests on, I definitely want to you know include him on that. Well, um, yeah, I think this uh, this just about wraps it up. Let's just put out that band. This guy's about to go see a a really great show, and to any of those who haven't heard yet, there's a band called Kikagaku Moyo. They are a fantastic psychedelic band from Japan that has been starting to to blow up a little bit more and more. I'm sure you'll hear of them soon enough, but this band is uh, absolutely fantastic, so go enjoy yourself, sir. They They are very rad. I am very excited about it. And to spell that out, it's K I K. 
<laughs> I lost my place already, and I was doing something dumb. Kikagaku, K I K A G A K U, M O Y O. There we go. You got it. Hey, you got it. I know how things are spelt. Anyway, yeah. all right. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Thanks Bye. for listening. See you later. Hey, hey, uh, James. Yeah, I'm just stopping recording. I'm not hanging up on you. I love you. That's in the record. I love you too. That is also in the record. (laughs)